You're listening to Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. What's good, people? I have a special guest. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself right now. Hi, everyone. My name is Chelsea Goriello. My social media is Learn with Chelsea. And I'm a seven figure digital entrepreneur that teaches drop shipping, digital marketing, personal branding, and social media marketing. That's amazing. That's a lot. How, how'd you get your start into doing all of that? Oh, wow. So seven years ago is when I started my first online business. And it kind of came as a result of me just wanting to prepare myself for a family. I was like 27, 28. And that's really that was all that was on my mind is like, I need to change my life. I need to turn my life around and I need to start making better choices um, with how I spend my time. Um, I was a celebrity makeup artist back then. And I just realized that, you know, the lifestyle that I was living wasn't really going to be conducive to me being the type of mother that I wanted to be when I did have children. And so that kind of just sent me on this like wild goose chase of looking for other opportunities that were going to be more in alignment with the type of lifestyle that I saw for myself as a mother. So that's how this all started, really. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And do you think that the pandemic helped you in your business or do you think it hurt you? Because I know a lot of people that were like in the office or at like stores or whatever, they they took a big hurting. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, you know, the pandemic was definitely is definitely a very serious and crazy traumatic thing that I definitely feel for in so many ways because we we all took losses because of it um not just financial losses obviously but you know more dire losses um but outside of that you know i can't lie the pandemic financially definitely helped um a lot i think i made my first million in 12 months during the pandemic in 2020 um Yep. I, we did a, we did a million in 11 months that year. So I, I can't say that it helped, it hurt business. It definitely helped. And it's because, you know, what I do and what I teach, um, is 100% reliant on the internet and working from, you know, your laptop, your phone, whatever. And so I just think that at a time when, um, everybody was forced to be inside and at home, um, it gave more people an opportunity to get familiar with shopping online. And, you know, when the world shut down, everything went digital. And because I had an online presence, because I already had my digital stores set up, we were able to just cash out. And it was great for that. That's amazing. Yeah, I can't say like, I feel bad saying that the pandemic was beneficial for me, because I know so many people have, you know, had so many losses and everything. But that wasn't my experience. (laughs) Thank God. Uh, yeah. Th- no, seriously, thank God. Thank God. Um, like I started the podcast during the pandemic and it's something that I never thought I would do. And I think that a lot of people during the pandemic started to do what they wanted to do with their lives. Um, Cause you right. really couldn't do anything else. So you might as well yeah. give it a shot. Exactly. Give it a go. So yeah, I, agree. I, 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 I'd be saying sometimes, like, man, I wish there was another pandemic. I mean, without the deaths <gasps> and everything, <laughs> but like, God knows what I mean. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, without the tragic death toll that we had to endure. Yeah. But I think I like I, I know what you mean, though, because it really did force people out of their comfort zones. Yeah. I mean, it forced us into our comfort zone in an, in an extreme yeah. way. We were just locked in the house. Um, but I think it really was a wake up call in a lot of ways for us to realize like life as we know it can literally shift in a, in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? And like. We can continue to allow opportunities to pass us by. We can allow fear to keep us stuck in the house and 
essentially just dying, right? Yeah. Or like we could take the time in lockdown. What what was it called? Quarantine. Yeah. Um, yeah to be productive and be fruitful and use our brains and be positive and use it as a time to really elevate ourselves. And so that's what I definitely did. And I encouraged everyone to do because I think the majority of people just fell into that fearful bubble where they really didn't make, where they didn't maximize their time. And these are the same people that without the pandemic when you ask them like, why aren't you successful? Or why haven't you started a business? Or why haven't you blah, blah, blah. Oh, I don't have the time. I'm always working. I'm always this. I'm always that. Like, where's the time? There's not enough hours in a day. There are enough hours in a day. But now that you're on quarantine, you're watching every Netflix series, you're (laughs) caught up with every piece of gossip, but you still haven't launched your business. So you know, for the people who really had it in them all along, I think that just needed that like, extra push or just extra time or extra whatever. I think the pandemic was really a positive thing and just giving people an opportunity to, to, you know, pursue, like you said, whatever it is that they were really actually excited about or interested in, in the first place, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so definitely. you mentioned, so you mentioned and you spoke on success. Um, what is your definition of success? Uh, it's a tricky one because I feel like my definition of success has evolved and changed so much over the years. And just depending on like when you were to ask that question, my answer would be drastically different. Um, for me in this season, me being an entrepreneur for seven years, um, me, you know, accomplishing all that I have in this space. I feel like it's not really um, a financial thing for me at this point. I think what I've realized now more than ever is that success for me is just having the peace of mind, like peace, I think is, is essentially what it boils down to, you know, and when your money's not right, when you have all of these um, heavy burdens and responsibilities and you're not on top of your, your responsibilities and stuff, it's hard to find peace. It's hard to be at peace with yourself and the environment around you. So I just feel like for me these days, success is being in a place in my life where I can devote myself 100% to the things that truly mean something to me, um, which for me is my family, my students. It's still business related as well, but success is just having the freedom to be able to do with your time what you wish. And yes, there is a financial component because, you know, in order to be able to truly be free to do with your time as you wish, you do need to have the finances to back that up. Um, But more than just having that, like that number, because it used to be a number for me, I'm not going to stop until I've, I've reached this or I have to hit this goal. And it's like, I would hit that goal and I would still end the year like, yeah, we did it, but I didn't feel that Mm -hmm. feeling of like success yet. And it's because I was chasing that financial, that number. And then I had it this year was the first year in seven years where I'm like, you know what? My vision board at the top of the year, like it didn't scream money, money, money. It wasn't all about gold, like finance, like, you know, numbers, numbers. It wasn't like that. This year it was like, I want to trip two vacations a month with my kids. I want this. I want to travel nanny. Like I want all the things that allow me to live my lifestyle in a way that allows me to fully embrace motherhood as well as entrepreneurship, um, you know, without the extra burdens of, you know, stressing where my next dollar is going to come from or hitting a certain financial goal. So success is just giving yourself, um, the freedom to have the peace of mind and, you know, doing the things that you need to do to be financially secure so that you can live life your way. Everybody's life is, you know, we all want different things. Some people have the most simple minimalistic, um, goals, you know, they want like, small things, but that to them is success and happiness and brings them peace, you know? So I think it's different for everyone, but for me, it's just having that freedom to live life my way. And every day it's a little bit different, you know, some days I want to do the most other days. I just want to sleep all day. And that's success. Having the ability to choose what you do with your day, you know? Yeah. I know. I totally understand that. Like when I started this podcast, I was like, my dream guest would be this artist named Samo. 
And he came on it like within three months of me having the podcast. And then afterwards, I'm just like, oh, okay, well, what now? <laughs> like, like I, I, I felt did. like I didn't. Yeah, I was like, I felt like I didn't work for it, but I was like, I did it. But like, I didn't, I didn't see anything other than that because I thought it was going to be so hard. And once it came so easy, I'm just like, okay, well, I, I guess I just <laughs> had to keep going. Like, you know, so it was really kind of like, it made me see that like sometimes like the destination is not necessarily the key. But like the journey on, you know, so I have no destination now. I guess I'm going to reach for higher like Janet Jackson or somebody. <laughs> but exactly. uh, yeah, but other than that, I'm just like, uh, I, I like having the conversations more so with everyday people. Because uh-huh. uh, I yeah. the whole pur- purpose of the podcast is to show that like we're all the same. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're all the same. Some yeah. of us, you know, live our dreams or go after what we want. And there's some of us that believe that we can't do those things. And this is just to show people that we can. Like, we're all the same. We have, Like you said, you know, we all have the same amount of hours in a day. Like, you know, Beyonce <laughs> doesn't have more. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so um, it's just it's just uh, what you want to do with your life. You do with your time. Exactly. exactly. With it. Yep. So I'm going to play a song because I play songs during my podcast and then we'll get into some more questions and dialogue. Um, This record I love. Um, It's off of Chloe Bailey's new album. It's called Make It Look Easy. Mm, I like that. Let's get into it. No matter how many times I break, I put myself back together every damn time. cousin reached out to me and she was just like oh I have someone perfect for your podcast and then she starts telling me all about this so when I reached out to you um and you like how you responded I'm like wait a minute they don't know each other <laughs> like she made it seem like she, I swear she knew you like and so I hit her back up and I'm like do you know her and she's like no I just follow her on social media I'm like well then I was like, so it just made me see that you are really transparent on social media because she knew stuff that I would have thought that that was your, her friend. Um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, so um, how- she was so sweet though. She did DM me and she's like, she said exactly what you said. And I was like, put it through. I'm down. Yeah. You know why? Because I had put up a post like I'm, I'm down. I'm opening up. My-. And so she's like, my cousin, you got to talk to her. I was like, okay. But she's probably been following for a little minute. That's yeah. so cute though. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I swear yeah. when she told me about you, I thought that you guys were friends or something like that. And I'm like, wait a minute you guys don't even know each other like so do you think that that's a big part of why you're so successful is your transparency with your your followers or your supporters and everything 100 percent. i think authenticity in a day and age that we live in right now especially is just so appreciated and it's so needed and um 
I think, yeah, there's just so much, it's hard to decipher between the real and the fake these days. And social media connects us to millions and millions of people. And it's just really hard to know who's who, you know? And so I find as a business owner and someone who's putting myself out there to connect with others and hopefully leave an impact on others. The easiest way for me to let people know, Hey, I'm a real person. I know what I'm talking about. I've been through things. I've, I've endured things. I've accomplished things. I've pulled myself up out of the darkest places in order for me to really be able to convey those messages to you. I have to get down and dirty and like, let you see those parts of me. And so, yeah, being authentic when creating your personal brand is kind of essential, I say. So, yeah. That's a good tip for those of y'all who are listening right now. (laughs) It's it's critical. (laughs) So what do you think that there's, what do you think that you've taken for granted in your life? Boy, um, I think I've taken for granted time just thinking that, you know, we always have tomorrow, you know, um, thinking that tomorrow is always going to be an option. The people that we have in our lives are always going to be around, um, that the opportunities that we get today will be around tomorrow. It's just, you know, some things you, sometimes you don't always get that second chance. And sometimes you just have to jump on things when they present and you have to make the most of things when they are present because tomorrow's not promised, you know? So definitely I've learned that time is the most precious and valuable gift that we all have. And it's the one thing that unfortunately most people do take for granted. So I'm definitely working on that, um, more than ever this year, just trying to be present and really just enjoy every step of the journey. Yeah. I had this artist on earlier, like in January named Kateri B and she was saying how, um, we, for her, she, she takes for granted her, how valuable she is and Mm. she was saying how like we don't realize like how valuable just our phone is like we make ourselves so accessible sometimes to certain people that don't deserve our our presence or our value we answer the phone and get into you know conflict that may not even be our conflict we're just listening to it when we could be doing something else or working on something else and and it just made me like sit back and think like huh like, she's right. Like, it's not like a, a shade thing to say, like, you know, you're not worth my time because that's not what it's about. But it's just about, like, you know, if I have 24 hours in a day, eight of those I'm probably sleeping. Yeah. And then, you know, so when I break out my time, I want to use it wisely. And if this conversation is not going to serve me or I'm not going to be able to help you, then why are we having it? Mm-hmm. Um, so Very like, true. It's like, yeah, when you value yourself and you know how precious your time is and like what you could be doing with that time, you start to be like, why did I just spend three hours watching TV? Why did I just spend five hours, you know, gossiping about my ex? Like, what the heck? You know, you start to realize it's true. Yeah. And it goes by so fast. You don't even realize it. Like you'll be on your phone just swiping and the next thing you know, two hours have passed. And I'm like, what did I just do? So like I have for me, I have to like make sure that I schedule out time to be on my phone. Because if not, it you know, like I'll like give myself an hour a week for TikTok because it just, it can become so it addicting. Can, addicting. Yeah. Seriously. It, it's so crazy. <laughs> like the endless rabbit hole. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, no, seriously. But I mean, like it's and it's funny because like we call it like TikTok University because you just like with your business, you learn so much. You can learn so much. But yeah. if you're not using that yeah if you're not yet intending to use that anything you're just what's the point of learning it consuming great yeah valuable information to do nothing with it it's like no you might as well just watch television like you didn't execute anything so what what do you think about these ais i like I, i want they definitely didn't come up overnight, but like literally within the last couple of weeks, I've just start seeing them everywhere. But I'm, it's kind of like one of those social media things you say it and then your phone just starts showing you the stuff. Right. I think it's insane. Honestly, I think it's insane that we're living in these times where we are actually like seeing all of this come to life literally. And I think it's, freaking awesome. I think it's phenomenal, but I also do think it's a little bit scary. I'm not going to lie. Um, just because I feel like we're creating like a beast here. Like this is 
getting pretty intense, like with the capabilities of this software and this technology. And so I just hope and pray that, you know, everything goes as planned with it and that we're not creating monsters literally, but, um, in a, in terms of business, it has helped me tremendously. I've saved so much time in my business, just incorporating AI technology to do the things that I was either paying people a lot of money to do or the things that were taking me a lot of time to do. Um, so I'm definitely appreciative of the technology for sure. I just, we're all using it. Yeah, I just got a software that's specifically for the podcast. I upload the episode after I'm done and it does all my show notes. It writes the description and I'm just like, and I'm like, this is better than I could have ever done. (laughs) Like, I'm like, like, I'm so amazed. I'm like, how did you get that from that? But it's like, yeah, so when you see your episode and you read what it says, I didn't write that. (laughs) That's so cool. What's the name of it? I need to know. Um... Let me swell, or you can, swell AI. I'll send you the link though. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, That's awesome. Because it, it's 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 amazing. It literally does everything for me, and I'm just like, oh snaps! I just gotta copy and paste. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. Yeah. I know. It's definitely helped so much with time and productivity. It's it's amazing, but it's just it's insane the capabilities that it has, you know. Yes. Like OMG. Um, so this question's a little different, but what do you think is the most important thing that you should have done, but you didn't? In business? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say maybe start sooner because it's definitely something entrepreneurship was on my mind for a very long time. Um, it was something that was always kind of like in the back of my mind, like I could start a business, I could do, but I was fearful, you know, and nobody around me was really going that route. So it wasn't anything that I really actively tried to pursue or took seriously. Um, but once I did, I completely fell in love with, you know, entrepreneurship and just realizing that this is my own race. And like, I'm doing this for me and my legacy. Like this is my project, my pat, like I'm doing this for me. And it just was so rewarding and so fulfilling. And I just, I wish I would have gotten started sooner because I mean, I found, I found success with my business very quickly, or I should say got results. Um, cause I didn't feel like it success. So I was like, 100k, that's great. I had never made 100k before, but I can't say I made me feel like I was successful, but it just showed me like, dang, if only like imagine if you would have started 6 months sooner, yeah. if you finished 2017 with 100,000, 120,000, imagine if you would have gotten started ways that you could have been finished with 200,000, you know? So I that's my only regret really is having that inclination that possibly working a nine to five or working retail or working in restaurant hospitality, this and that, maybe those things were never really my calling, which I knew because I kept getting fired from every job, but <laughs> I kept fighting it. I was just like, no, I'm just, you know, here to serve. I'm meant to be in these positions, you know, when whole time, I think deep down, I knew I had a bigger, greater calling, but I was just so reserved and kind of scared to own up to that. Like, okay, this is what I'm really called to do. And this is what it's going to require for me to actually fully step into that next level of myself. And once I was finally ready to do it, it was like so many doors and opportunities opened. I'm just like, wow, this is where I've always belonged. And I really wish I would have found this sooner. I know the feeling. So I used to work at Vans back like Mm. 2017 uh, for five years. I worked there as a manager there. And I remember in, like, November, December, I was telling one of my coworkers we were working, and I was like, you have to be ready for great things to come. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, because we want a lot of things, but if we don't align our lives in the right way, it's not going to happen. So the start of 2018, I was like, I'm going to call everybody that I have an issue with, and I'm just going to, you know, either tell them I had an issue with them, or if I need to give an apology, I'm going to do that. So I did that to everybody, and then, like, two weeks later, I got let go from Vans for giving discounts. I'm not ashamed to say it. Um, <laughs> I, I just remember one time the... For the people. Yes. I remember one time someone was stealing, sh- trying to steal some shoes, and one of the corporate people was all like, who cares if they steal shoes? We're a billion-dollar company. What's a couple of shoes? 
I said, okay, if that's the case, <laughs> you get a discount, you get a discount, you get a discount. <laughs> um, so I got let go. And literally the same day I got let go, I got a, another job that was not in retail anymore. And it was kind of like, I knew that if I didn't get let go that way, I probably wouldn't have left Vans. Cause I was, yeah. you know, I was not necessarily scared, but like just comfortable. Um, yeah. And like, literally I made doubled and what I made at Vans and awesome. I'm still at the same company and I'm just I make my own schedule now I do kind of what I want to want so like everything mm-hmm. else that I want to do I'm able to do it and then you know and it's just like one of those things like I, I was ready for that change but I needed to literally fix everything around me before I was you know able to do what exactly. I'm saying so that. um that's just a little thing for the fans or the people that are listening but um how do you think that you sabotage yourself oh I think I sabotage myself by having like a really big heart and letting the wrong people sometimes get too close or just trying to change people who you know are trying to like develop people that you know, I might want it more for them than they even want yeah. it for them. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> Preach to the yes. choir. Oh, my God. And when you do that, it's like it never fails. Like, when you find yourself fighting that type of fight harder than the person you're, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, it's inevitable loss. Um, So that's my biggest self-sabotage is that I be seeing potential in people and I see visions for people. Like I I have somebody's whole life planned out for them. I'm like, I just know, I just know what to do with you. And sometimes that's just not what they had in mind. And so, um, yeah, you know, just trying, I want to help everyone. I see the best in everyone, even sometimes before they see it in themselves. Um, And so yeah, because of that, sometimes I let the wrong people stay in my life for longer than they should because I just I know that greater things are to come, you know, but in the interim of that is like, you know, people who are at a lower vibrational like I, I heard something earlier that really like resonated with me. I'm not sure if I'm going to say it the right way, but it was something along the lines of like, you know, if you're up here, whatever, you can never get anybody to come to your level unless you truly, unless they truly want to evolve and come and match your energy and come in and rise to that. But on the reverse, if someone is lower than you and operating at a lower frequency and all those things, they can get you to come down to their level by being in your proximity So me creating this amazing environment and this lifestyle and this reality for me and my family, my team naturally makes me want to invite as many people into our world as possible because I know what I've done. I know how amazing it feels. I know the energy. I know what it brings. I know what it creates. But as much as I've done that, you know, I've realized that yeah, it's a great haven for a lot of people to come in and feel inspired and da 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 da. But it's it doesn't force people to fully submerge to what is required to maintain this and to rise to that expectation of like this is what it takes. Whereas if I bring that energy into here and they don't have what it takes to to do that, then they're bringing us all down. And it may not, we may not feel it right away, but that lower frequency vibrational energy, eventually we, it, it, it just, it permeates and it, mm-hmm. it, the whole energy, the whole vibe is just instantly lowered. And so I wish it worked in the opposite where it's like, you know, if we're operating at this level, we bring you in automatically, you're up here, but it just doesn't. But being around the wrong vibes, the wrong conversations, the wrong energy, the wrong, whatever, it almost always will take an, you know, it will take an adverse effect 
Um, it doesn't matter who you're around, you know, energy is so, so powerful. So, you know, that's my self-sabotage is that I let the wrong, I have let people who have those lower vibrational energies in for longer than they should. And I think it's just because I see myself in a little bit of everybody, you know, I'm not always this super happy go lucky person ever, really. I'm usually not that person ever, (laughs) but you know, so I, I can vibe with people at all different levels, but you know, just understanding that just because I might vibe with you, I might fool with you, I might hit you, text you here and there. That doesn't mean that you necessarily have to come into my world and be a part of my everyday day to day. I can still love you. I can still check on you. I can still whatever. But, you know, I got to kind of keep it at a distance. And I've learned that this year, you know, as You're, much as I'd love. When I tell you <laughs> preaching to the choir and I'm going to explain why. So I had this friend two years ago and I met him through his wife. And I didn't know at the time that they were going through really bad marriage problems, but I was his friend. I was her friend, you know, cool. Um, Then we, him and I got really close because we just like our childhood was similar and we just bonded on a lot of things. So we became really close. We'd hang out all the time or whatever. Then they started going through a divorce and he was just so unhappy. And like, I'm trying to, you know, like, make you feel better, do things for you or whatever. And it, like you were saying, it had the reversed effect. I didn't realize until we stopped being friends how unhappy I was myself being around that type of energy. And just, and it didn't, it didn't resonate until we stopped being friends. And it was like a weight lifted off of my shoulder. Cause I'm like, you're unhappy. Like he would get mad that people wanted to be around me or wanted to hang with me or whatever. And it's like, I don't know, be cool. Yeah. <laughs> People want to hang with you too. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> right. Your own wife doesn't want to hang out with you. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. Pattern here, so. um, yeah. Like, and he had no other friends and it was just like, I was trying to be, but I'm like, I can't, like, if God couldn't do it, I can't do it. <laughs> nope. Right. Listen, we not. Um, no, no shade to I him. Mean, it's Still all love, but. I it was a blessing that like you know that we're not friends for my 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 sanity and stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but no I totally mental well-being your mental health it's like yeah it, it can really suck you in and no it's like we all have our own we don't need the lower vibrational vibes of someone else bringing us even lower you know and we have to uplift each other so yeah you know, gotta cut people. I'm glad, you know, if, if you, if you had to end that friendship, doesn't sound like it was a very healthy one. No, definitely not. And sometimes yeah. we get into things and we don't realize that it's not healthy until it's unhealthy. It's like, it's like being distracted. You don't realize that you're distracted until you're already distracted. One hundred, <laughs> Exactly. It's too late. Yes. So I'm going to play another record. This is by Colleen Houston native. Um, the song is called nothing and it's a new record by her. Time and time you do it to me Time's up now They say when I break It don't break even you gon' find out You might wanna hit your cup Before I let it all out About your feelings I don't give a fuck The fuck's the real Promise me the world and I'm leaving with less than I came with And you can't understand cause I never did to you what you did Baby, I got no 
Again, that was Colleen Nuffin. <laughs> so what do you think life is teaching you right now? Ooh, I think life is <laughs> teaching me that it is okay to slow down and refocus and um, to prioritize what truly matters. Work has been on my forefront for so long, consistently for so many years, seven years, literally no days off literally. And I don't say it in like a insane, you know, it's been my business that I've created around my lifestyle and the things that I love doing the most. So it's not like I've been, you know, working myself to death or anything, but you know, it has taken a huge front seat in my life and, um, stuff. I feel like it's going to fall. Um, (laughs) you know, I just feel like this year has challenged me in new ways with my family being now a new single mom of two toddlers. Um, you know, the reason that I started this in the beginning in the first place was for that family aspect. And now that the dynamic of my family has changed so drastically, it's just forced me to kind of take a step back and just be like, okay, what's truly important? Like I technically have everything that I've worked for, worked so hard for, like it's all come to fruition, but I lost, uh, part of my family in the process, you know? And so don't regret any of it, obviously, you know, but it has forced me to realize how temporary some things in life are and how valuable time is. And so now I just want to refocus. And while work is still such a huge priority, you know, making sure that I really protect these precious moments with my kids and that I'm a fully present mom matters to me more. So just trying to find that balance and yeah, you know. So you said that you're a newly single mom. So for those of women or even men out there that are newly single or trying to get out of a situation and they're not exactly sure what to do next, what piece of advice would you give them? Um, I would say, you know, just really dig deep and listen to your heart. You know, like I left my seven year relationship. It was an engagement of two years. Um, my best friend of 13 years, you know, very, very hard decisions to make, <clears throat> but I would be lying if I said that I, when it was when we broke up is when I first started having that feeling that it wasn't in alignment. You know what I mean? Like I had been feeling that for over a year, probably like just trying to convince myself that like, no, we can make this work. Like, no, 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 we've come this far. No, this is my best friend. No, this and that. And it's like, you have to just come to terms with, you know, how you're, how someone's energy, how being around someone truly makes you feel on the inside. And if your body is constantly giving you these alert signals that, you know, smoke is detected, like you're not happy or red flags or uneasiness or anxiety or unsettled or whatever, the, whatever emotion you're feeling that you know is not a pure, good, godly type of feeling, then it's like, you have to, this is your life. Like life is so precious. I'm not going to allow anyone to be in my space, you know, like longer than they deserve to be. And it took a minute to really come to terms with that. This is the father of my kids, my fiance, you know, someone I love very much. But ultimately, you have to, at certain points in your life, you do have to be selfish because God gave you this one life. And if you're going to bed every day crying or miserable or sad or confused or uncertain, that's not how God wanted. This is your life is way too precious for those types of feelings and emotions. And those feelings and emotions don't breed greatness. They don't breed success. They don't breed happiness. So I had to kind of cut my losses because I realized how much it was actually weighing me down instead of propelling me forward. And I have so many people relying on me, my children, my staff, my team, my students. I'm like, you know what? One, one monkey don't stop no show. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) as much as I do, you're bringing down the whole school. Like if you bring me down, look at everything that comes with it. And I had to really just realize like, no, I can't 
Mm-mm. So yeah, to anyone who's listening, that's kind of finding themselves in that same situation and having to make a tough call like that. It's not going to be easy, you know, but rarely are life changing decisions easy. You know what I mean? And sometimes you just got to really dig deep and be true to you and do what makes you feel good at the end of the day. Cause we live for us. We get one life. So with that, what would you say your self-worth is based on? I think for me, my self-worth is based on how much I'm able to contribute to other people's lives in in ways like, I don't know, I think it gives me really, it makes me feel really, really, really good about myself when I'm able to use either my experiences, my wisdom, my knowledge, anything to inspire, motivate, educate you know, help other people. Um, I think that's where my self-worth comes from. And I think because I have so many people that gravitate to me to learn from my experiences, it's just been the most rewarding feeling, you know what I mean? And just getting those constant reminders of what the things I've said or the things I've taught people have done for them in their lives, personal lives, whatever, that gives me so much joy and like, you can't tell me nothing. I'd be like, I'd be having the worst, but then I'll go on Instagram and get a DM like, girl, you just don't know. I saw one of your things and you, I'm like, mm, you can't tell me shit. You see what she just said? Like, it just makes me feel so good. So I, I definitely think a huge portion of my self-worth comes from the contributions that I'm able to make to people who, who need it, you know? Yeah. I remember I had um, this artist, Shay Atkins, who's like a inspirational artist i would say she does do gospel music but her music's not mainly that and um she just disappeared from the limelight for for years um and then i have she happens to show up with a song again so i just reached out to have her on the podcast and that was one of the questions that i asked her and she said before her self-worth was in her marriage and her her husband was her producer her manager but when she got a divorce she didn't know what to do. So she stopped doing music. She got on, she started becoming an alcoholic and like everything that her music is represents, like she started doing the complete opposite and she really lost herself so she, for a while. But um, it, it goes to show that like, I, I asked that question cause you never, you know, some people don't, you know, they define themselves by other people, not necessarily what they do for other people, but, but what other people do for them. So mm. when, that goes away, then, then who are you? It's a really good point. It's a really, really, really good point because I think without realizing it, I think I definitely went through a bit of that too, throughout my separation. I didn't realize that that's what it was, but yeah, for seven years, I've been a a girlfriend, a dedicated girlfriend, two years, a fiance, and we did all of this together. Entrepreneurship wasn't even a thing before my relationship. So when that ended, it was just like, like, what is all of this? How does this even continue? What is the new dynamic? What is the, does this look like? My whole brand is different now, like has to pivot, like my whole story, my everything. And it did leave me in a place of complete confusion. Like why even continue? Like, what is this for? I, I don't have my family anymore. So yeah, I, I can totally relate to that. And it definitely does take some isolation and really just digging deep. And it, it just, it takes a little bit of time, honestly, because it's like, you've devoted so much of your time to doing things a certain way with, you know, her craft or the relationship and, you know, when that's removed, like you said, like what's, what's left underneath it all? Like what, what do you represent now or what represents you? And it takes a minute to kind of fall into that and find it again, I think. But luckily for me, it took, I don't know, maybe a month or so of being like really down and just really messed up over it and confused. Like my team really had to hold it together. Like they would just keep showing up and like, keep the routine going but I was a mess like I was so confused I'm like I don't know what to talk about I don't know what to do I don't know what to say like I don't want to go on live I was avoiding going on live which is mm-hmm. something I do so often because I'd like to communicate but I was just like I know what they're gonna ask like I know what's coming and I don't want to talk about it so it's just like I would avoid it and it just became so daunting it was just like how do I continue so it's hard you know but you just gotta keep going yeah. and pray yeah. and yeah. dig deep you know and know that like you're not ident- you're not 
your identity doesn't lie in the hands of another human being. You know what I mean? So just knowing your why and finding your purpose will really set you free and allow you to just continue on your journey the way that God intended you to, you know? Yeah. Question. This is so random, but have you thought about doing like TV like a reality show i don't know you just have like a personality for it and i seem like i seen a few of your like not your lives but your stories and stuff and your family dynamic i don't know i would watch it that's hey i'm here for it boo so i come from a reality background only because i did makeup for reality tv shows so secretly on the low that was always like my goal i'm like listen i need to get discovered like i just have to be in like in my clients, like I was doing love and hip hop, basketball wives, all yeah. the ratchet stuff. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> I need a spot. And so it's come close several times, but it never actually like popped off, you know? Yeah. And so that's when I realized like, okay, I'm not going to be 30 years old waiting to get discovered by some producer. <laughs> I just need to give myself my own platform and develop my own personal brand and make my life my own TV show. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's literally what I've done. And now I'm like, listen, I don't give a fuck who discovered. Oh, sorry. Oh, um, no, you know, discovers <laughs> me at this point. Like, I'm gonna give myself the life that I want. So now, like, my clients, I like, we're all still friends and stuff. And it's just so, like, I love that I've been able to achieve and accomplish and create the lifestyle that I've only ever been exposed to through my clientele. This is what I, everything that I had in my mind of what I wanted came from me being exposed to doing these celebrities makeup. Mm -hmm. So that's how I knew it was real. You know what I'm saying? Like if I just see it on TV, I don't think that that's real. But me showing up at these houses, me driving in these cars, me being on these jets, me, I'm like, oh, this is very real. This is real. And it needs to be really my life too. (laughs) So after eight years of living through my clients, I was like, okay, and I'm still not discovered. I'm like, uh uh-uh, something has got to give because I can't go from living like this on y'all's dime to going back to my little studio apartment on my dime. This is just not that, you know? So. I had to I had to find a way, but it was definitely because of that background that I have the aspirations that I do because I learned what was possible very early on living in L.A., being a makeup artist. And it gave me high goals to want to achieve. But, yeah, you know, hopefully when that if that time comes, hopefully I'm not a 50 year old on reality TV. (laughs) <laughs> no, nah, I feel it. I uh, I can relate to that. I used to work in the industry. I still kind of do somewhat. Um, I used to work with K. Michelle and some other artists. And uh, I tell people, tell them, like, what she's like, how, like, she's not putting on for the cameras. This is who she is 24 7. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember I had a chance to be on the real world. And I've always loved the real world. And I was going to do it. And I went to church one day. Um, and Niecy Nash was there, the actress, and she was saying that, um, people that are on some of these reality shows and stuff, like they're putting on a persona and are you willing to keep up the persona that you need to have to make it big? And when I thought that, I was like, you know what? She's right. Like I'm, I I know what I got to do to, to make it and act ratchet and everything, but that's not who who I am in my core, like maybe a little bit of me, but, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So I was just like, you know what? She's right. So I didn't, I didn't end up doing it after all because of that. Um, I don't necessarily regret my decision, but. It would be, I, you know, it, it seems like it'd be something nice to experience yes. and be able to in and then be like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I, but that's not how this goes. At you are in and no I agree that's why I honestly the power of personal branding and where we are with you know the internet and just the things that are possible to us it's like why put yourself in a situation to be locked into some contract and be up under the thumb of Mona Scott or whoever who doesn't have the best intentions for anybody you know what I mean like everybody's just a puppet to her at the end of the day and so it's like now that we have social media and we have access to millions of viewers just like television viewers but they're on social media for free it's like listen any and everyone should be learning how to monetize because Instagram hasn't given us no contracts 
Like, yeah. I feel like yeah. soon they're going to be like, oh, you made how much selling what? Okay, cool. On my platform, go ahead and fill out this paperwork. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to need a cut of that. But yeah. they don't yeah. do that. We don't have no Mona Scotts managing us. So we're free agents out here and we're making a bag. So all because we use our same personalities that, you know, other people might have slept on or not discovered or whatever, whatever. And now we're able to come on our own platform, our own network and create something that people actually want to see and learn from and are willing to pay for it. So it's kind of a blessing, you know, because these celebrities can't even half the time don't even have the freedom to promote what they want, talk about what they want without having to cut a million people into their deal. So it's like, you know, who wants that? So I'm grateful, honestly, that social media exists and allows us the, the opportunity to create our own platforms, tell our own stories. So what What would you say to somebody? So for me, for instance, this is like the thing I struggle with the most. And I never used to be like that until I got older. But like just putting out video content, I'm just like it needs to look a certain way. And I'm just like I struggle with that so Mm -hmm. much. But 10 years ago, I was I was posting any and everything. I was talking however I wanted to. And then I don't know where the change came. Like I had to literally just last week I went and took those videos down because I said, oh, if I pop off tomorrow, I'm going to get canceled (laughs) for some of the stuff I was saying. (laughs) Um, But like and I'm just like, I don't know where the change happened where I just don't I just can't, you know, I'm just like it needs to look perfect. But what do you what would you say for the people that feel that their their brand or their image or whatever it is needs to look perfect before they put it out? Done is better than perfect. That's what one of my mentors um, really instilled in me a long time ago that has stayed with me. Um, And I pretty much, you know, have to remind myself of that weekly, if not daily, you know, Um, get it done, get it done. You being a perfectionist and trying to overanalyze every bit of content you know, worrying about this and people talking about that and all of those things really just equate to you not getting it done. (laughs) It just ultimately boils down to you didn't post it because Mm -hmm. you felt X, Y, and Z. And now no money's made, no new followers came in, no new podcast attendees. No, 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 no. So all of these negative things came because of all of these hypothetical thoughts that were in your head that nobody ever confirmed or told you were true. You just convinced yourself they were true. And now you got the result that you didn't want, which is nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) a negative and a negative, like that's not, So it's like, you know, done is better than perfect. You know what I mean? Like get it done, put it out there. And you're going to see like your authentic true self is going to be so appreciated. They're going to be happy that you didn't wait two weeks to come on live because you didn't get your nails filled or, you know, because you got your nails filled or like nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like they want to hear your message. They want to hear how your day is going. They want to see what you learned today, what you overcame today. Nobody cares. And the people who are sitting there tripping over your, you know, your uneven eyebrows or your lip, whatever the case, that's not your people. Like those are those people. Listen, like I go on live and I'll have 200 people on my live. And I promise you, 100 of them is not my audience. 100 of them is sexual predator perverts that come on my live talking about show your boobs, show your butt, turn over, bend over. And I literally have to sit there and just be laser focused looking into like the little camera acting like I don't even see none of that because I have such ADD. It'll like when I catch a comment, I'll be like, and I'll be like, bitch, tell your mom. Like I just go crazy. Like I cannot. So I have to stay completely locked into my message and you know, worrying about all those hundred people that are sitting there trying to distract me with being nasty or disrespectful and stuff. Those are just people that are going to take away from the other people who actually came to hear about my testimony or my experience or learn the lesson of the day. So I don't focus on things like that. I don't focus on negative things like that. I focus on showing up for the people who I know need my message the most. And when you just keep that at your forefront, you literally feel like you have an obligation to do. It doesn't matter if it's one person or a million people. It's like you are devoted to that purpose and that mission. And that's what you feel called to do. You're not going to let anything stand in the way of that. So, you know, I think 
if people truly are vested in their businesses and they're intentional and they understand like, this is my mission. This is what I want to do. This is what I really feel drawn to do. You can't let any, you can't let anything set you back from that. So done is better than perfect. Put the content out and it'll get better over time. You know, love you that, can always perfect it over that. time, put it out there. And then when you have some downtime, you know, edit it, da, 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 then take it down and put up the new one. But like, <laughs> who, who has time for that? Just put it out there, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Not that serious. So I have two more questions for you. Um, one of them being, it's one of my favorite questions that I ask everybody, is if you had a, could have an intimate dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would those three people be and what would the conversation be? Oh, my God. Whew, I would probably say Oprah, Beyonce, and Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the conversation... Um, Mm -hmm. <laughs> that would be a good conversation. I don't know. <laughs> I would probably just be silent the whole time. Yeah. Those are three extremely successful people. And I would just be trying to take in as much of the experience as I possibly can. Um, but just, you know, listening to their mindset, just trying to absorb as much as I could from whatever it is that they were talking about. Three moguls sitting at dinner. I just want to be a fly on the wall. I'm not even trying to do too much talking. Yeah. Okay, I don't hear what y'all talk about. Okay, I'm going to be taking notes. I'm not going to be doing much talking. Um, but, you know, yeah, I'm just trying to pick up game, as much game as possible. I feel that. Um, I, my answer always changes. <laughs> every single time I have this podcast, it changes. Um, but right now, for right now, Mariah Carey is at the top. Ooh. The reason oh being, I just read her book, and I like I did not realize like I knew that she didn't really come from nothing, but I didn't realize like she really came from nothing, like living in a shack oh, I... and everything. Wow. So I was just like, Dane, and for her to be like one of the biggest artists in the world, like that's inspiring. Like what I would want to mm -hmm. see what. It, what it took for you to like get there, you know? Cause I mean, I know you left stuff out of the book. <laughs> um, we need to talk over dinner. Mariah. Yeah, seriously. Um, the other person is Janet Jackson. Um, the reason being, um, and that one I definitely want to have. I'll, I like even just doing this podcast, I study Janet Jackson interviews for the simple fact, like she has so much media training that like they'll ask her a question and you don't even realize that she didn't ask, answer the question at all and she answered something completely different but you don't even realize it and i'm like wow like to be able to deflect yes professionally right exactly. that is a skill that's a huge skill yeah and i need to learn how to counteract that so <laughs> uh i definitely watch her her a lot um and then the third person um would be robin williams um or jim carrey either or um robin williams it's just to have a conversation because and I know Jim Carrey suffers with like depression too but it's like their whole life is about making other people happy and yeah. and they weren't they're not happy themselves or Robin Williams wasn't happy and Jim Carrey struggles with that so it's just I want to know like I kind of just pick their brains that's I like that and, that those are that those are some good people yeah. for sure so then my last question is not necessarily a question at all um so I'm the last thing I always do at the end of the podcast is my guests. I have them uh, basically we – so let me back up a little bit. We normally give people kudos for anything that they've done. If you see something that your friend did, like, oh, you did a good job and everything like that. But we don't do that for ourselves. So mm. at this part of the podcast, I want you to thank yourself for anything that you may have overcome or any accomplishments that you've had in your life. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, well, yeah. Okay. So, okay. So what does that look like? So say thank you to yeah. myself. Yeah. Just talking to your, like if you're looking for, in the mirror or you're talking to your best friend and you wanted to congratulate them or just give them some. Yeah, I'm definitely proud of myself for pushing through all the hard times because they've definitely found me often in my life. And I think just keeping my eye on the prize of just knowing that God didn't put me on this planet to struggle and to go through all of those things without a beautiful success story at the end of it all. Um, so I am definitely proud of myself for just having the mindset to carry me through and to know that, you know, 
the current situations that I am not current as in right now, but at different points in my journey, those low moments didn't define me. And that, you know, it was only a matter of time before I was able to find my way up out of those circumstances. Um, So I'm very grateful for having the heart that I have and the determination that I have. um, Because without it, I definitely wouldn't have been able to achieve so much and impact so many lives. So yeah, I, I appreciate, or I don't appreciate, but I'm thankful, I guess. That, um, <laughs> I know it always makes everybody uncomfortable. It's not easy. It's yeah. not easy. You know, you be yeah. so slick. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great way to end the podcast though. I like that yeah. because yeah, yeah, you know, like it, it's awkward. It's yeah. awkward. It's yeah. about, <laughs> Yeah, I just started that when I say the last like five or ten podcasts, but I, everybody's like so he's thrown off by it, and they don't like they don't like to give themselves kudos, and it's just not something unless you're a narcissist. <laughs> oh boy, they're probably like, <clears throat> yeah. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it's awkward. I don't like it. Yeah, but it's something that we should get comfortable with. We do. We need to normalize celebrating yeah. ourselves, and I know, right? It's like we grow up. It's like such a mental thing. It's like, you're not supposed to talk too much about yourself yeah. and you're not, you know, back and forth. And then it's like, once you're finally successful, not, not that you have to be successful to talk about accolades, but mm-hmm. it's like, once you've achieved something and you actually have something to talk about, whether it's like you're a track champion, you're a yeah. fitness yeah. guru, it's just like, it gets awkward and you, you find it's like, you're louder before you had it, you know, yes. and I'm <laughs> up and coming. I'm like, I'm that be, I'm the best makeup artist ever in the world. And the minute you start seeing your stuff here and there, you're like, ah, okay, I'll just, you know, but yeah, no, I like that. So what is next for you? What can you, your followers and newcomers to you expect? So this year, now that I'm in this uh, new phase of my life and I've been in full on mommy mode for four years, two kids back to back, um, I've been so spoiled by the internet and social media allowing me to create this empire from my home and not even really having to leave my home to do much of anything. And being an introvert, being such a, you know, like an introvert, (laughs) um, I think it's just, I've spoiled myself in that way, you know, but now that I'm like in a new situation, I'm like, you know what? I have to get out there again. I have to put myself out there. I have to get uncomfortable. Like, you know, if not, I'm never gonna like, I I have to get out there again. So this year is, um, you know, on my bucket list is definitely to get out more and connect with people on a more intimate personal level, um, not just a social media personality, not just a social media run business. You know, I want to be able to, um, connect with people in real life. And so I'm committing to the meetups. I'm committing to more of the in-person podcast. I'm committing to traveling to my clients to work with them one-on-one. Um, just getting out of the house and getting off the computer to just create that, that, in-person um, presence, that that brand in real life, not just on the internet. So I'm excited for that. I'm, I've I'm opened excited. up um, um, a package that allows me to work with people on their personal brands because now that I've seen what it's done for me and I see the platform I've been able to grow and how much it's rewarded me and my family, I'm like, you know what? I want to do something like going forward in the position that I'm in now, I feel like I've just worked so hard. Now I'm at a place where it's like, I'm not doing anything I don't want to do. Like I, I want my life to just strictly be things that make me happy and keep me going and flowing and just youthful and happy, peaceful. So, um, this is something, it's like a passion project, but not, but it, I'm excited to be able to connect with people on this deeper level and help them develop their personal brands, um, and make money in different ways. Helping other people make money makes me really, really happy. So what to expect from me is just see me outside. Y'all about to see your girl outside. Okay. It's not going to be just Instagram lives anymore. You know, really out here working and helping people develop their brands so that they can make money and, and more 
you know, non-traditional ways, which I feel like in 2023 is becoming more traditional. Yeah. And I help people see that this can be their reality as well. That's awesome. That's and awesome. where can everybody follow you and find you? So I'm Learn with Chelsea on Instagram. And then I have a backup page, which is the Chelsea Goriello. So my first and last name. Um, and you guys can find me on pretty much all social media platforms under Learn with Chelsea, uh, TikTok, YouTube, or everywhere. And if you have any questions about anything, you can DM me. Um, we're very active. I would say DM me drop shipping, but I know we didn't do much drop shipping conversation today. So yeah. <laughs> you can give me anything and we'll, we can chop it up, but yeah, I'm happy to connect with anyone, especially those who are interested in learning how to leverage social media to make some income. That's pretty much what I specialize in. So. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for doing the podcast and we may have to have you on again sometime. Oh, at some point. anytime. Love anytime. Yes. Thank you so much. No problem. And you guys know where you can find me, Terrell Garnett underscore on everything. And that is all we have for you today. Check us next time. Create your own story with Terrell Garnett. Terrell.